Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. And right now you can save when you shop your faves. Just buy six or more participating sale items and save 50 cents each with your card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hello? Are you ready for this? Tres, dos, uno. Here we go. How do you say here we go? Hi, I'm Elmo. Apparently. And you're listening to You're My Best Friend with two of my best friends, Marcia. Fly swatter. I have an answer for everything. I should have been a lawyer. You're just a confused person. This is very true. I know. In the jar. In the jar. I, I got it. Welcome to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. My name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie M. And this week's podcast is brought to you by shop.thebestfriendshow.com, your place for official You're My Best Friend merchandise. Mm-hmm. Mox, can you tell them about the t-shirt that we have for sale right this very second? Well, this t-shirt, this is the most spectacular t-shirt you're going to find on the internet. Let me just tell you. It, it's got our logo on it. It's black. It's soft. It's affordable. It's everything you need in life and more. If you are a, a, a starving college kid or an artist who... Who, uh, you're not a college kid anymore, Moxie. Shh, don't tell them. Um, or if you're, you know, or if you're just somebody who who likes to have nice T-shirts that don't cost a lot of money, shop.thebestfriendshow.com, fourteen ninety nine. And guess what? If Moxie sells fifteen T-shirts in the next seven days, she's gonna be able to say the intro. Wait, hold up. Just me personally? Yeah, just you personally. Like I'm getting commission on this? Well, we uh, technically, yeah. Ooh. Please go buy one. Please. <laughs> Moxie, how you doing today? I'm good. I put on a normal shoe. I'm, uh... We should probably talk about that because you are wearing normal shoes. I, and by normal, I mean shoes that aren't medically prescribed. Yeah. I took a normal shower last night, too. Got my foot wet and everything. So your foot doesn't smell anymore? It never smelled. It it did. It did not. It. I could smell it from here sometimes. No, that was just the rest of me. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing good. How are you doing, Ruben? I'm surviving. I'm surviving. Believe it or not, I am here. Stay I am alive. alive. Okay. So we should talk about the fact that we are currently recording a video version of this as well. Yes, we are. Uh, what we are doing, this is a, um, a an, an experiment, Moxie. Uh, as you can tell, because we keep looking at each other. We're in the, we are in the same room. Don't tell them. We are in the same room. Uh, and, but we were recently told that we should release a video version of the podcast. So we are going to be experimenting with that over the next couple of weeks just to see if it's possible. So if you see more video content from us, that looks like this. You're welcome. What can I say? Except you're welcome. Dollar in the jar. If I put enough dollars in the jar, can I do the intro? No, please find $15,000. That's a lot of dollars. Chinese dollars? You want? No. Hong Kong dollars? Nope. How about uh, nope. rubles? Nope. <laughs> American dollars. Well, that's that. That's a debatable term. Or 17,000 Canadian dollars. Okay. Whichever one's easier for you, Mox. Probably Canadian. All right, cool. Let's be real here. Uh, let's talk briefly about last week's episode with Lexi Lynn Frazier. That was such a good episode. It was great to talk with her. You know what I especially loved, though, Ruben? What? I really loved our overtime segment with her. No one's heard that yet. Cool. (laughs) But it's a good way to plug that we are launching a Patreon very shortly that will include some overtime segments with our guests. So if you enjoy this, what I call the core product, the free podcast, then you will enjoy... Why are you laughing at that? I'm just laughing. I don't know why. Okay. I'm laughing at you more than what you're saying. Are you laughing at my ambition? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I believe that people will pay three ninety nine to get unlimited access to our podcast and get extra content. Moxie thinks that you guys wouldn't do that, so let's prove her wrong. Yeah, try it. We'll see. Is my head cut off in the video? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I did my hair today, and it's not even being seen. Where's my, where's my box? Where's your box? Yeah, I left the box here a couple weeks ago. 
You left a box here? Yeah. What box did you leave here? I think it was a 7-Eleven box. You left a 7-Eleven box here? Yeah. Anyway, so Moxie, we... Uh, Why? Because I used it as a stand to lift the computer up. Oh, got and it. You probably threw it away. Mm, no, I don't think so. Lola probably threw it away. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Moxie, uh, I'm enjoying our time here. Uh, Lexi Lynn Frazier last week was great. If you she haven't listened to it yet, go to thebestfriendshow.com and you can find all of our previous episodes uh, in on that website or at the uh, binge listen to us section of the website. You know what else I loved about last week's episode? What? The title. And you got to oh. listen to it if yes. you want to understand the title. No Good Tacos in Fresno. There's none. They are, there are none. That's probably my favorite title we've ever had. I think so. It sounds epic. It sounds like a country western movie. It does. Like, or, or no country, good tacos in Fresno. Or a good country album. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be that's the, that's why gonna, there's no good tacos in Fresno. You got to get that twang on it. Don't yell dollar at Dollar in the jar. Uh, um... No, not only that, but but I think that that might be the name of my album when I drop it. No good when you drop it. Yeah, when Stop I, looking at me. Look at the I know. lens. It's look so at, weird. Look at this thing. It's so weird uh, looking at you through the lens, <laughs> through the, the computer screen, when you're across the table from me. I know. Um, Moxie, where can people find us on the internet? They can find us on our website, www.thebest. No, www. You know that makes you sound like you're from the 90s. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. I, I am from the 90s. It's just... TheBestFriendShow.com. TheBestFriendShow.com. If you check out our Facebook, it's You're My Best Friend. If you check out our Instagram, it's Best Friend Podcast. And if you go to Twitter, it's YMBF Show. And all of them are different names. I so. want you to follow me on the YMBF Show. Dollar in the Dollar jar. Dollar in the jar. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and of course, you can, jarring. Find, you can find us on iHeartRadio. We're on iHeartRadio now. Uh, super excited about that. We are yes. so stoked to be on iHeartRadio. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Jimmy who's listening to us on iHeartRadio right now. Nice. Yes, Jimmy, thank you thank so much. Thank you, Jimmy. He's the only one so far. Uh, <laughs> Do you get names when it's under like five people? <laughs> yes, yes. Names, addresses, phone numbers. We're able to tell people nice. exactly uh, where we hear them, uh, where, we, where we know that... <laughs> <laughs> if you don't listen to iHeartRadio, you can also check us out on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Spreaker or Downcast or any other places that you listen to podcasts. Please subscribe to us and leave us a five-star review everywhere five. podcasts this is five. are at. And Moxie, we should go to commercial break because my computer is about to die. Yeah, let's do so that. We'll be right back after back this in three, short two, commercial break. One. Ah! We are back. You're my best friend. The podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. Yes. Uh, we got stuff to talk about. We do. I don't know why I always hesitate between <laughs> between like the intro and the us doing the show. I always hesitate for some reason. You're always kind of like, why are we? Here? Oh yeah, we got to talk. We got a, we got a podcast. Stuff. We got a podcast we that we're things. producing. Um, well, no, I want to start out by well, you know what? Here, I have to do, I have to put some background music on first. Okay. And this will probably get us copyrighted claim, but I'm okay with this because um, this last week marked the 25th anniversary for a show that I absolutely love. Oh, are we really going to talk about this? We have to. Okay. All right. Oh, so great. <laughs> I don't know what this song is. Get off my podcast. No one told you that was gonna be this way. 
So, uh, Friends just celebrated the 25th anniversary from yes. the day that they debuted on NBC so many years ago and have mm-hmm. enriched the lives of all of us. Moxie, you're not a huge, huge fan of Friends. You haven't watched uh, as many episodes as I have and as many times as I have. But what are your thoughts on the show, Friends? You know, I, what I have seen of Friends, I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, in a hotel room with my parents and I kind of ran and jumped on their bed and they were watching it. And I was like, oh, what's this show? And I really enjoyed it. And ever since then, I know all these Friends references. I've seen the pilot like four times because I've always intended to watch the show and never gotten beyond the pilot. But now that I've finished school, this is my top priority. And... I personally, I think Friends is a great show. I don't know that I would argue it's the best sitcom in the world. Oh, it, but is, it is the best sitcom in the world. I, I would it argue with you on that. absolutely the best sitcom in the I, world. You know... If you've, if you, hold on. If you've watched the show, you would understand why. I, uh, there's, I've watched a lot of shows. So and I don't I. know that any of any... I've watched a lot of sitcoms. So have I. And I don't know that any of those would be topped by this one show. It's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like you can have more than one best friend. No, you cannot. No, you cannot. You cannot have more than one favorite television show, Moxie. You can't... I would... I, I'm kind of there with you, but you don't have to have a favorite. Are you talking about favorite. the Dharma and Greg show? Dharma and Greg is an amazing show. It's a good show. Yes. It's a good show. But the writing on Friends is still much better than the writing on Dharma and Greg. Friends, they're mean to each other. That's all the whole point. That's not the point. Yes. And it leads to a culture of meanness. Dharma and Greg is about out of marital sex. No, they're married. They get ma- after they, they have literally sex. get married in the first episode and then they have sex. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. I've seen the pilot eighteen times. Good for you. Congratulations. Thank you. You're watching okay television when you could be watching <laughs> great television. Uh Dharma and Greg is great television and It's okay television. I don't need to argue with you on this because it speaks for itself. Yeah, and nobody watches it. Ruben, why do you like Friends? I love Friends because I can relate to each and every single one of the the, the cast members, or the characters, I should say. Were you uh, on a break? I was on a break once. Ah. Yeah. So were you. Yeah, it's more permanent than that, but yeah, well, okay. It's permanently broken, uh, which is okay. It, that's okay. Yeah. Um, the show's great. I, I Here's the thing. I watch the show literally every single night. It's what I watch to go to bed. So I know the show inside and out. Why? It's you... a little weird. No, it's not. It's not weird. People watch television to go to bed. It's a little. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Who does that? Every normal person. No, they do not. Yes, they do. I don't know anyone who does that. Then you don't know any normal people. I. Well, normal people are lame. You're not normal. And any attempt to, uh, to tell people that you're normal to come off as normal is it's a lie don't believe him he's not normal <laughs> don't you don't you don't your parents have a tv in their bedroom no that's like a big thing they don't they don't want to have a tv in their bedroom because they don't want that to uh become a entertainment consumption area and now you're looking at your watch and got, we're just so surrounded by I entertainment got, i got a text message um no here's here's the thing uh normal people have a television in their home or have an iPad that they have that they take to bed with them and they watch videos or they or they watch a television show as they go to bed. They watch the news. They watch late night television. Like There's a reason why there's television shows programmed until, well, 24-7, but there's a reason why there's late night shows and that's so people can fall asleep watching something funny. But I don't know that that's healthy. Well, I'm, I mean, there's studies there's, there's study saying that's not healthy, of course. That, that's a different story. That's not what we're here to talk about. The, the, the fact is that people do it. <laughs> you know, Ruben, my healthy bed night, bed night routine, my healthy nighttime routine is I get in bed, I watch Grey's Anatomy, and then I lay down and I say, hey, Google, turn on peaceful piano. And it plays a really freaking loud. So I say, hey, Google, turn it down. And then I set my alarm with ocean sounds. And that's what I, that's what I go to bed to. So you, instead of watching a television show, which you just admitted that you do, I do, um, you listen to music to go to bed. So you need, yeah, but not like, I heard someone talking right now. <laughs> There's ghosts in the walls. <laughs> no, but but the point is, is, is you still need people need brain stimulation to go to bed, which is a weird thing to say. Not necessarily. 
if you're uh, okay here's the thing actually this is groundbreaking research right here and i should share this on the podcast i have discovered the cure for insomnia it's uh taking 17 units and working two part-time jobs and having a boyfriend at the same time you will never have a problem falling asleep i, I guarantee it i don't think i don't think i should ever get a boyfriend i mean you could I mean, I know I could. I just don't think I ever should. <laughs> I, I tend to agree with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> I have no offense. I don't play for that team. Good for you. I play for another team. What What team? The Dodgers. No, you're supposed to say Wildcats. <laughs> what team? Oh, uh, is that High School Musical? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is funny. LA just got a, a new football team called the LA Wildcats. Did they really? Yeah, from the XFL. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty funny. And that just happened today as we're recording this. So <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny that you brought that up. That's why I kind of looked at you weird at first. I'm like, how, how, how do you know about this? Um, anyway, Ooh. so Friends Friends is the greatest television show that ever lived. Besides um, Starman Greg, How I Met Your Mother, and New Girl. Okay, no, no. Whoa. Whoa? Whoa. Whoa. Don't look at the camera, not no, at me. No, no, no. Now I'm looking at you because I am personally offended by that. Why? New Girl is a great show. Yes, the, the, all those shows are great. I love all those shows that you just mentioned, but they, none of them beat Friends. You just have a thing. In, in fact, in fact, in fa well, first and foremost, I'm going to disclaim this. I like these the, hand movements. I know. It's kind of traffic director. I know. Traffic guard. Uh, yeah, which is great because our people online are actually going to be able to watch this for the first time ever. Yeah. Uh, unless I decide not to publish a video version first of it. First time. Staller in the jar. Staller? No, I was going. like Stalin and Mahler? I was going to say something and then you started singing. So I had to automatically go to Dollar in the jar. So, gotcha. Um, Staller. What was I going to say? Um, so I, I want to disclaim this by saying that there is no original sitcom. Every single sitcom in the world I love stole Lucy. from I Love Lucy. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm glad we can we can agree to that. I, that was actually just me saying I Love Lucy because I love Lucy. Okay. Well, um, I believe that if I Love Lucy was on a streaming platform right now, it would it would kill friends. It would kill it all is. those TV shows. What platform is it on? Hulu. Is it really? I think so. See, now you're saying stuff without actually knowing things. Let's... I don't That's literally all I did when I said I love Lucy. I said it and I didn't actually know things. And then you said it and you knew things. And you were like, cool, you know things. And I was like, yeah, I'm going with that. And then you said more things and it may not be true. You know, that's how I got my degree. Oh, great. I love Lucy is on Hulu. Oh, so go great. watch it. Well, then there you go. So then Friends is still getting a lot more viewers than I Love Lucy, which is interesting. Friends is only getting a lot more viewers because millennials don't understand the value of the old sitcoms and how classic they are and how beautiful they are. Except Friends is an old sitcom. No, Friends is a 90s sitcom, which is- Is old. That's millennials. I was born in the 90s. I am old. I was also born in the 90s and I'm old too. But you were born in like 99. No, 97. Oh. Yeah, shut it. <laughs> <laughs> same, same, same thing. Um, no, not the same thing. Almost the same thing, just two years difference. Not the same thing. Why are we yelling at each other constantly? I don't understand our <laughs> friendship anymore. Uh, so what I was going to say is, uh, How I Met Your Mother is almost a direct ripoff from Friends. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Okay, I wouldn't know. Actually, I can't argue that. Okay, so let's just look at it. Marshall and Lily. Okay. Okay. Chandler and Monica. Oh, Okay. Are you okay? Yeah, my foot. <laughs> I'm good. So Chandler and Monica, Marshall and Lily. Same thing. Okay. Okay. Then you have... Who are the ones that go on a break? Ted and Robin. No. Oh, no. on Friends, Ross and Rachel. Okay. Okay. So there you go, right then and there. <laughs> Ted, uh, Ted and, and, and uh, what's her name? Robin. Ro <laughs> <laughs> they don't go on a break. They break up. Robin and Barney go, go on a break. No, 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 no. Ted and, and Robin date, and then they break up for years and 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 years. And then if you watch the season finale, don't ruin you it. You know, have you not seen the season finale yet? I, I have. Then you know they get back together. <laughs> that was very echoey. Yes. yes. And then, then who, who's left? Who's left? Yep. Marshall, yep. Lily, Ted, Robin. And then you have Barney, and who's Barney. Joey. I, I have no, I, I don't know. Okay, jo Barney's a, is a ladies' man, is a player. Joey's a ladies' man and a player. The only difference, wow, that was attractive. <laughs> the only difference is that How I Met Your Mother has, I think, five main cast members and uh, Friends has six. That's the only difference. Phoebe doesn't fit into How I Met Your Mother. And in reality, Phoebe was never meant to be a main character on Friends. Phoebe was supposed to be a background character. Oh. Yeah, but, and did you know that Ellen DeGeneres was originally supposed to play Phoebe? 
Really? Yeah. Why didn't she? Uh, she had her own sitcom. Oh, that was being developed. Okay, so instead of being in a copy in a copy house, <laughs> instead of being in a coffee house with friends, you're in a bar with How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, but it's not. They the both same. live in apartments. They're both in New York City. It's not the same. It's the exact same. Okay, New Girl isn't the same though. New Girl is not the same. It's one girl, two girls. Hold on, I gotta count. One. Four guys. <laughs> four guys. Two girls, four guys, a whole bunch of other people. They live in LA and they are, it, it starts off with her getting dumped. And it ends with another female bring, being brought in and another, hold on, I'm having issues remembering You have things. a lot of issues. New and I'll say this: New Girl. As much as I love New Girl, and I, I really enjoyed the season, is probably the least of the bunch. What? Yeah. No. Yes. It's classic. In, in my opinion, it goes Friends, How I Met Your Mother, Dharma and Greg. What else was in there? Someone else in there wasn't there. Yeah, probably. And then a New Girl's, I think, at the bottom of the pack. I don't think so. Eh, well, you're wrong. It's okay. Well, you're wrong, but I love you anyway. What about Brooklyn Nine Nine? What about it? I haven't watched it. Oh, you should watch it. You would like it. Uh, maybe. Maybe one of these days. <laughs> a guy uh, I used to date and I watched that. <laughs> Thank you. Your ex. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> we watched that and I was like swearing that I would never watch it again. But then I got really bored one time in Europe and, and that was the only thing that was on. <laughs> you know what's a good show? A, a good modern day sitcom? What? Last Man Standing. Yeah, that is a good sitcom. Except that stole from Home Improvement. Yeah, that's true. I mean, about, literally stole from Home Improvement. What about, is The Office a sitcom? Yes, <gasps> that, The Office is trash. I know what's, what the should go on the list. Is the Office is not trash. I will is murder. trash. Go ahead and murder, I dare you. <laughs> I have a knife here somewhere. I'm not sure where. What about, what about, and hear me out on this, The Good Place? I haven't watched it. What? I've met the entire cast, but I haven't watched the show. What? Dude, you've got to watch it. Are you kidding me? Seriously? Okay, this is your assignment for this week. Come back. We're going to talk about The Good Place next week. Because no, we're not. It's going to be your favorite show. All right, Moxie, we have a great guest today. We enjoy talking to this guy. Uh, tell our listeners a little bit, just a, just a tiny little bit. Well, I don't know why I went Irish there. Just a tiny little bit. <laughs> Just a wee bit. Uh, tell, tell our listeners a little bit about uh, Austin Ingerman. Okay, so Austin is uh, probably one of the best guitar players. I said a little bit. Okay. So he's, tell a little bit about Austin Ingerman. He's a dude. <laughs> he plays with New Year's Day. He plays guitar. Wrong button. <laughs> He, uh, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Just kept going. And, and here's the most crucial part for a podcast. He gives a great interview. He's, are you doing those on purpose? <laughs> great. Thanks. Um, so tune in, uh, come back right after the commercials and you will be able to hear Austin Ingerman talk about his life on tour, life on the road, life in LA, life. Life. Am I getting better at this podcast? No. Damn it. <laughs> and tacos. Uh, we'll be right back with more. Welcome back to the show today. Um, you know, as a singer, I have had the pleasure of working with some amazing guitarists, and we are very privileged today to get to bring on someone who I've gotten to work with for the last couple of years. He's doing some amazing things out there on the road with the band New Year's Day. Please welcome to the show Austin Ingerman. 
Hey, what's up? Thank you guys for having me on. Austin, you're getting a round of applause from our studio audience. I'm How does that feel? I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really glad Ruben picked the right button this I time. <laughs> yeah, I, have, yeah. I have a bad habit of pushing this one by mistake. <laughs> uh, Austin, welcome to the show, man. So so nice to meet you. So nice to have you on. Um, let's jump into this. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah. So um, let's start out by having you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, uh, where in the world are you right now? Well, yeah, well, currently right now, uh, we just finished up a two-month headlining tour. Nice. And uh, sort of right in the middle of that, we were playing with Godsmack and stuff like that. So that was cool. We kind of got the best of both worlds doing the headlining stuff and then jumping into the arena gigs and stuff like that, too. So that was a super fun tour and met lots of cool people and, and it was definitely a blast. But Right now, I'm just getting some R&R in here in uh, Daytona Beach, Florida, and just chilling, and I'm actually just hanging out, and then uh, fly back to LA next week, do a music video, and then right back out on the road, so, you know, that's just uh, staying busy, I guess. <laughs> well, I want to start out by, by saying, uh, by asking straight out, how'd you get involved with this band, this project, and, and what's your favorite part about touring, because that's, that's always something I love to hear about. Yeah, so, um, well, I actually went to Musicians Institute in Hollywood, and our other guitar player, Nikki was also in my grad. So we kind of met through some mutual contacts and uh, they sort of, they held auditions at MI and I was one of the guys, they, they picked to audition and I guess it went decently and they asked me to join the band. So that was probably like a year ago now. And uh, the first tour I did with them was the Hailstorm tour back in August. It was Hailstorm in this moment and New Year's Day. So the very first tour with them was all arena stuff, which was pretty rad to be able to just jump right into that. That's like amazing, that. yeah. Yeah, I was pretty fortunate for that. And then uh, we did another little uh, arena run in November. And then from there, it's just been kind of steady touring just about. So Nice. And can I just say, I, I was very, I didn't get to attend any of those shows and I was really disappointed. But so like the fact that you were just hanging out with Lizzie Hale on like a daily basis kills me all yeah. the time. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And, and you know what? The funny thing about that is they're such just down to earth, just super cool people, too. It's like, you know, it's 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 kind of crazy when you get to hang out with these people that are, you know, huge in the rock world or they'll have, you know, number one songs or whatever it is, Grammy nominations. Yeah. And, then, you know, you hang out with them and you just realize everybody's just super cool and just down to earth. And it's, it's just it's funny how that works. But, yeah, they're all just from the crew to the band and everybody, everybody's just, just super chill and, and awesome to hang out with. That's great. And incredible, incredible musicians too, you know, so that always makes it better. It's always fun to hear about people who, you know, I had the opportunity a couple of years back to, to hang out with my favorite band in the whole wide world backstage and like after the show and everything. And every single one of those members were so approachable and like they talked to everybody, they went around, they, they shook everyone's hand that was there, you know, yeah. even they didn't know who you were. And that's really, really fun to hear. And especially that seems to happen a lot more nowadays in, in the rock world, where as opposed yeah. to like in the pop world, like... I met, I've met Adam Levine. I've worked with Adam Levine multiple times from Maroon 5, and he is a complete diva. You nice. Know? Like, he walked into oh, really? a room. Yeah, we did an interview once, and he walked into the room, and he looked over at the person who was his handler, and he says, I don't want to effing do this today. I don't want to talk to these effing people. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm your shot, dude, you know? And oh, then wow. The complete opposite is like you have, you know, uh, like Gene Simmons, who's like one of the, the biggest rock star in the world, probably. Yeah. You know, yeah. he comes up, shakes your hand. I mean, he's kind of a tool, but he's still very cool and laid back about <laughs> yeah. it. Um, yeah. And that's the crazy thing is you almost kind of hold your breath when you meet your idols a little bit. Yeah. You know, like you look up to him so much and you just, you don't want him to be, you know, just it's like you want them to be cool so bad it's like you're almost just that's that's kind of always the scary thing about meeting those people yeah well the, there's a saying that says don't they say don't meet your idols because it'll let you down <laughs> I, got to, I got to meet my idol a couple of months ago i, I got to meet amy lee from How's evanescence that? she was super chill really nice uh we had a cool con uh con <laughs> we had a cool concert wow we I had a about this. cool conversation <laughs> about um orchestration <laughs> it was really yeah. fun that's awesome yeah she would be super cool to meet yeah you probably will at some point. Yeah, I'm sure. Somewhere down the road, we'll cross paths, but you never know. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about how you got into actual like playing music and, and being a guitar player because you yeah. know, I've I've tried playing guitar. I can I can play the maybe you know, yeah, let's maybe not. I can play a couple chords. <laughs> I, I, I can pay the, I hey, can you play know what? That's all you need. Three chords. Eight I, that's all you need. I, I know the I know the three major ones. I can play any pop song, just not well. Um so yeah. tell me a little bit about your journey getting into guitar and, and, and what made you realize that this is what you wanted to do. 
Uh, well, I started playing guitar when I was probably like seven or eight, and my dad had bought me a little acoustic guitar before I even started playing, just kind of hoping that I would pick it up and, and just get into it. And that's pretty much what happened. There was like a concert or something on TV, and and uh, my dad's a bass player as well as like an audio guy. So I kind of I walked through the room, and he was like just kind of getting me to watch the concert. And he was like, you know, I, I couldn't remember who it was. It might have been like Stevie Ray Vaughan or Clapton or somebody oh like that. Yeah, and, and he was like, you know, is this something you think you'd want to do? And, and it was kind of weird. Like, I just remembered that, and then I remember getting lessons, like, almost immediately after that. And so I kind of just started with, like, you know, the typical teacher that's going to get you to read music and learn out of a book and all that stuff. So I kind of started like that. And then, but, you know, I went through high school and, and middle school, and I, I kind of I did sports. And I didn't take guitar super seriously until I was probably, like, around 17. And that's when I started playing out in in bars and clubs with cover bands and actually like getting paid to do it. So at that point I was kind of like, well, I guess if I'm getting paid, I better practice a little bit more now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I guess, you know, around like 17, I started taking it a little bit more seriously and trying to get my chops, you know, more dialed in and stuff like that. And then from there I, I did about five or six years in the cover scene down South, like in Florida. And then I moved out to LA to go to MI and, uh, did some gigs with Moxie out there in California. And- yeah. <laughs> And then uh, graduated MI, made my way into New Year's Day, and that's this kind of where I'm at right now. So, and what tell us? Because I really have always admired you for just like going after what you wanted, just picking up and moving to a new, a completely new city and going for it. What was it like moving to yeah. LA just by yourself? I mean, I know that Taylor yeah. came with you, but right. Well, you know, it is kind of funny because especially when you move to a place like LA, you're going to get all the people that tell you you know, about their stories in LA, and, you know, it's, it's all like, Oh yeah, man, I, I don't know. You shouldn't go out there. Like, you know, it's really hard out there. And, you know, so that's kind of the funny thing about that, but you know, it, it you definitely can't let it, you know, when you have a dream or something you want to do, it's like, you know, when, when you get something you really want to do, you just have a feeling about, you know, some of the steps that you need to take to get there. And I just felt that, um, you know, I was in a place where I was, plateauing as a musician you know doing the cover things was cool for a while it gave me really good stage experience and you know I was getting paid and stuff like that but there did become a point where it was kind of a plateau and I just wanted a little bit you know I wanted more than that and um and and you know I just felt with MI I could learn I wanted to learn more about music but also you know for the networking aspect of it I just thought that it would be a really smart career move and I just had a good feeling about it and um it was, you know, kind of a scary thing to do, but you sort of just dive in head first and, and yeah. realize, realize that you have no backup plan and just go for it, you know? So. Now, let me ask you this, because there's a lot of musicians, especially here in Los Angeles, who are maybe playing in the cover bands or, you know, doing the YouTube cover thing or, you know, trying to make it out and, and sometimes don't realize that maybe moving to Nashville or yeah. Dallas or Memphis or... Yeah, Atlanta maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But, right. but moving someplace other than LA is their chance. It might be their, their New York. Might, New, well, New York's tough to move to. But you know, so what yeah. would you tell those people who are listening to this? Like, yeah, no, I, I've I've been there. What would be your one key advice that you would give to them uh, to help them make that jump to drive cross country or buy that plane ticket and not look back? Um, just don't be afraid to just do whatever it is that you want to do and always be yourself. And, you know, I, I do feel like in LA, there are a lot of, um, I guess posers for lack of better term, <laughs> you know, people, uh, yep. you know, I mean, there is a lot of like, you know, Oh, I'm going to try to fit into this formula or try to do this or try to do that. I just think that like, you know, think about what it is that you want to do and just, and figure out how to get there, you know, just critically thinking i guess you know yeah think about it the best you can and and just go for it like i was saying so yeah that's awesome all right moxie i think it's time for signature question perfect Uh, number one okay so we have three signature questions that we kind of base this podcast around this is definitely a work in progress but yeah yeah um, i think we have the format pretty good now well no we do but the the format kind of was just like what are we doing Cool. Let's do that. And that's just become the format. Um, So signature question number one kind of actually comes off that last question that Ruben asked you, if you had one piece of advice for people, uh, but it's, it's a little bit broader than that. So if you need to take a second to answer it, that's totally okay. (laughs) I have elevator music ready to go. go. (laughs) All right. So if you had a life quote, a quote that you would live by, what would it be? Uh, Win the now. 
Wow. Win the now. Win the now. Can you, do you want to elaborate a little bit on that for us? Yeah, you know, just live in the moment and don't think about, you know, what you what happened yesterday. You know, you could have had the worst day you ever had yesterday or even five minutes ago. But, the, you know, you can't go back and fix that. So mm-hmm. don't mm. let it, you know, don't let it mess up what's going on in the present moment. You got to just, you know, keep your nose to the grindstone and keep focusing. And don't worry about too far, you know, things too far in the future either. You know, it's easy to get overwhelmed in this life. So I think the easy way to just stay calm and stay focused is just you just focus on the moment and winning the now you know that's awesome it just it helps me get through the day i guess (laughs) i have a there's a professor at the school where i got my degree from uh who was in charge they put him in charge and now he's he's in charge of the choral program but when he was kind of moving up through the ranks they put him in charge of the ensemble the the choral the choral ensemble that no one wanted to be in and And it was, it was like the crap one that you have to do a year of before you can move on to other ones. And he had all of these sayings, but one of his favorite sayings that he would say every day is when you come in the door, you need to leave it at the door. Good things, bad things, doesn't, doesn't matter what happened. If you right. just, you know, you just, you could have just gotten engaged and you have to be able to put that aside, leave it outside at the door, pick it up on your way back out or sometimes yeah if you've left something bad, like if, if there was a fight going on or something like that, leave it at the door. Sometimes you'll go out to that door at the end of the rehearsal and you'll find that it's gone. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? That's the beautiful thing about music too, is it makes you forget about all the struggles of life and stuff like that. and just brings everybody together. And it's just, it is, you know, I think that's one big reason why we all do this, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and, I, and you know, and one of the things about like win the now, and this is something that maybe you can attest to, Moxie, you can as well, and, and I think I can in the form of this, this <laughs> podcast. Um, yeah, is you know, a lot of times you just have to take those like little victories. You know, Absolutely. like like for us, like earlier in the show, we announced that we're now on iHeartRadio, which is a huge step for you know for a small pad- podcast like us. It's a huge <laughs> podcast. Oh yeah. For, <laughs> you know, for for uh, for a small podcast like us, like again on iHeartRadio is huge. You know, um, and that's that's a victory. And for like musicians, I always say like, you know, celebrate the, the single, single download that you guys got today, you know, down, you know, celebrate the fact that you guys sold one t-shirt, you know, yeah, we're always seeing people like, I only got seven downloads on my last episode. And it's like, dude, you got seven downloads. Some people didn't even get one. Yeah. We get like 7,000, but still, no, we do not. (laughs) (laughs) It's all a big, uh, it's all a big climb. And you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Exactly. Mm a little bit about the process of writing your uh your solo ep and what that was like yes please uh yeah so when i first moved out to california i just kind of had some of these crazy ideas in my head and didn't really have a singer at the time i didn't really know a lot of people out in la yet and i just kind of wanted not that i necessarily want to be like a steve Vai type guitar player mm-hmm. i just kind of wanted to do a little instrumental ep just to sort of get something out there and, and just sort of flesh out some of these ideas that i had so um, I started working on some demos, and then I went to the studio with Chris Collier, who just mixed the latest White Snake album. He does uh, KXM, Lynch Mob. He uh, works with Corn. So, uh, just super talented, amazing engineer and producer. And um, he was able to sort of bring my ideas to life. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, I had that, you know, release. I just released it independently. It was all of, you know, I put it out through the TV. Baby. It's all over there on, on iTunes, Spotify all the streaming sites and I want to repackage it and, and kind of um, release it, I guess, in a better way, uh, you know, in, in the future. So it look for it to definitely be repackaged and re-released at some point. But, uh, you know, it was just something that was fun for me. And, and I just kind of, as a, you know, a side project, just something that was sort of fun to do and um, maybe show people a little bit different side of me, I guess, here and there. So, Well, just for, for our listeners who are, 
For our listeners who are listening to this right now, <laughs> I'm, I'm great with words. For um, the listeners who are only watching this podcast, you can't hear us anyway, so. <laughs> uh, but, you know, to anyone listening to us right now, the music that you're hearing throughout this episode today is actually being provided by Austin off of his EP. Um, so we'll definitely have links in the description of this podcast uh, for you to be able to download uh, and, and hopefully support uh, Austin's music. Yeah, Tell- thank you. Can you tell it? I want I want to hear about this because we asked you to send in a song and you sent in one called Swamp Donkey. Why is it yeah. called Swamp Donkey? Oh yeah, that's a great question. Um, so I was at a bar one night. Uh, <laughs> yes, and, yeah. I love these stories. Yeah, I got you at the opening line. Right, I had you at bar. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you had me at drinks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyways, uh, we are in the. I think we're on like a set break or something, and this and this guy comes up to me. And he's like, man, you're, you're the swamp donkey. (laughs) He was just drunk and he just like, just came up to me and just said that. So I just thought it was hilarious and it kind of stuck with me. And you know, part of it is I'm, I'm from Florida and there's tons of swamps and alligators and stuff like that down here. And you know, the the swamp rock or the swamp licks or whatever that you, you know, you kind of hear Southern rock, I guess you'd call it. And so that song kind of had like a funky sort of groove to it. Bluesy. And I don't know. And the first thing it made me think of was, oh, Swamp Donkey. It just kind of, it felt fitting for that song. Are, are there donkeys in swamps? Sometimes. Um, no. I don't oh. think there is, but I don't well, know. If you get the donkey drunk enough. In Shrek, there's a Swamp Donkey. It's like, yeah, I guess there is. <laughs> Sorry. And in the morning, I'm making waffles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, so uh, where where you're with New Year's Day right now? Where are you guys touring next? Um, so next we are going out with In This Moment, uh, Motion of Some White, Dead, and I think there's a few other acts. It's kind of like a hodgepodge tour because you know some of the dates are just within this moment. Some are headlining uh, with Dead opening, and so but but anyways, that whole package is going to be we're going to go from like September first, I think, to like the end of October. nice and then uh right after that we have like two weeks off and then we jump right into the the hailstorm in this moment tour all the way in in the uk in the uk yeah we do our uk tour in in november with hailstorm in this moment so cool that's that's so cool um (laughs) lots of uh, lots of traveling and and craziness about to happen for sure yeah well moxie i think it's time for signature question numero dochi dochi i don't know dose Okay. I'm making up words as we go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so in all of the, all of these places that you've been, uh, what has been your, the, the favorite taco that you've ever tried? What's your favorite taco? Um, you know, after moving to California, I kind of, I kind of grew to like the street tacos. Like when I first moved out there, I was like, what are these like super small tacos? Like I want to eat something, you know, like, <laughs> give me, like a big one, you know, but uh, yeah. I, I had never seen those like super small ones before, and I, but I kind of grew to like them. And then, so you know, the corn tortilla with the oh, the so chicken and, and the cilantro with some verde salsa. You know that that's that's it right there. Awesome. When you come when you come back, if you have time, we need to get some tacos because I got I got to teach you some good tacos as well. Did we um, play that? Hold hold on. Did we play that that gig together? That was like a a the birthday party oh, in the yeah. backyard, and they oh, gave yeah. us tacos. <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> and we were like eating like 10 of them before we went on stage yeah nice. <laughs> Great time. nice we played this it was a it was like a was it a sweet 16 we're, okay so you guys yeah. were playing together like in a, in a group or was yeah it, so we were both playing uh or two separate bands playing the same show no it was a cover band thing gotcha and so okay. we were gigging uh in the same band and it was like a sweet 16 and they wanted it 80s themed <laughs> nice yeah. It was probably my favorite crowd I've ever played for. Honestly. Yeah, you know, we didn't know how it was going to go because we're like, oh, you know, sixteen-year-olds are definitely not going to know this music, and especially the band that we were playing with doesn't necessarily play all the A-list, you know, cover band songs. They kind of do some like obscure, yeah, songs here and there. So like some of these songs, I'm like, they're going to have no clue because I didn't even know some of these when I first. I know, you know same. When I first, yeah, and so we start playing, and they're like. Even the obscure songs, they're like singing every lyric and just jumping and dancing. And we're like, what is going on right now? But I know. <laughs> kind of awesome. Hey, the 80s, you know, we we young people love the 80s. I think I'm older than both of you guys. We young people? What yeah. was that? And I also think I'm older than both of you guys. Yeah, you are. <laughs> 
That was a weird. That was. I'm gonna edit that part out. No, don't. But, no, <laughs> these guys are even, you know, ten years younger. Like I said, they were 16, so it's like. It, I mean, I'm glad they were raised on good music, but it was definitely surprising. I think it. You know what? I think it is. I think it's. Uh, uh, it's media, but it's Stranger Things. Because <laughs> yeah. everybody. Oh, yeah. Uh, the whole 80s vibe. It's all coming back now. Oh, for sure. You know, Stranger Things, and then you know, way before that, several years ago, was uh, the start of it. Was probably like Guitar Hero and Rock Band starting to. Yeah. Sort of they had all those old songs on there yeah. and kids were so out of all of the people that you've played with um and all the different acts that new year's day has played with who has been your favorite act to meet uh hailstorm definitely yeah um i mean this last tour with with savage after midnight and rivals they those were such awesome people too and just super cool to hang with and just fabulous musicians as well but it was just hailstorm just sort of I mean, like we were talking about earlier, they're just they're just so cool and just down to earth and just I mean, they absolutely kill it every night. You know, it's no it's just bare bones rock and roll. There's no gimmicks. There's no tracks. There's no nothing. And they just it just amazes me. I mean, she's almost pretty much like an alien to be able to sing like that every night and and also just be, you know, super cool. It's just that I mean, that's something yeah. that's definitely really rare. She posts so. sometimes uh, she'll put up like vocal technique things on her Instagram and right. every time she does that, I'm like, dude, major respect to you because like you do all the things, but you also know how you do all the things and you know how to continue doing all the things, which is I right. think really important. It's insane. For sure. Let me ask you this. Cause I'm, I'm curious about this because I like, I like to hear about rockers who have very absurd, um, taste in music so is there something in your in your playlist your 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 apple music or your spotify i know it's totally off topic oh yeah but is there something on there that like if i went through your your playlist on your phone that i would be shocked that someone who plays you know hard rock would would be listening to no i'm super glad you asked that actually because it's funny i'm not even like so a lot of the music i like is actually super old stuff usually i mean i I like tons of stuff but i mean um like beach boys is is one of my favorite bands Um, I love the Beach Boys. I love Boston is another another one of my Ooh, favorite yes. bands with all the guitar harmonies. Yeah. It's just genius songwriting. So um, there's that. There's I mean, I'll listen to like 80s new wave stuff, like some of the weird um, like you spin me right round, you know, stuff like <laughs> yes. that. I, mean, I don't know. I just I like weird stuff. I don't know what, whatever, whatever it is, anything that's good quote unquote good <laughs> see but i'm looking more for like like a like a jonas brothers or oh my gosh. taylor swift or, oh yeah uh you're, you're down with the jonas brothers uh t swift baby for sure okay all right even <laughs> yeah. her new stuff what's that even even her new oh yeah stuff? i was gonna say old old taylor or uh, new taylor no it's gotta be the old stuff okay sure. yeah i respect that i'm I with you there that. yeah i'm not super familiar with some of the new stuff other than like uh like you know look what you made me do and all that stuff but you need to calm down I'm just <laughs> I, i'm getting out i'm getting out of hand here already. <laughs> well, that's, that's one of her songs that's actually her current single i think i mean i when i was growing up i i mean little homeschooled girl and i like wanted to fit in with all my friends and this guy yeah. that i had a crush on his his okay this has a point, I promise. <laughs> this guy that I had a crush on, his girlfriend would post about the music that she was listening to all the time. And I was like, oh, well, if I want to be relevant, I need to listen to the music that everyone else is listening to. Right. Thank you. And I like went to my used CD store, which sadly now is closed. But I went and I was like, well, this, I need to listen. To, okay, I need to listen to Avril Lavigne and Taylor Swift. Oh yeah, no, I love I love me some Avril Lavigne too. Oh, I love I love Avril. Like I I used to jam that in high school, and like oh, yeah. that was like a whole ten years after she was even relevant. So <laughs> yeah, Backstreet Boys, Insane, oh, yeah. Avril Lavigne, all that's Christina Aguilera. Yes. Oh, but okay, I met her. I've worked with her, and she is a total snob. Oh, oh I'm sure. Yeah, she um, was there's a whole video of her walking away from me in the middle of an interview. Nice. Yeah. Can we somewhere, find wow. that? Somewhere on the internet. Yeah, it's somewhere on the internet. Uh Moxie, it's time for signature question. Numero Tresse. Numero right, Tresse. Time's the charm. Isn't Tresse like 30? 13. 13. Or 30, yeah, something like that. No, Numero Trace. 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 There we go. Close enough. 
Why is the white girl teaching a Mexican how to speak Spanish? It's a no process. Bueno. No bueno. <laughs> Signature question number three, please. All right. So Austin, the whole reason we founded this podcast is uh, <laughs> because we have a fundamental argument. And so we f- we formed this podcast in search of tiebreakers and uh, I don't know. I've never described it like this before. <laughs> um, so the question is, can you have more than one best friend? Outside of your significant others and family members? Um, yes. I oh, my so. God. <laughs> you know, but I mean, I say that, but I, don't, I mean, you know what? It is hard to come across somebody that has two best friends because it's hard to find good friends moxie days. literally has 4058 of them i do not it's 4057 one of them unfriended me on facebook <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh okay so, so you you think that people are allowed to have more than one best friend you know what that's one of those like yes and no kind of answers yeah <laughs> you're hedging here we need a definite answer <laughs> yeah Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes. You can Yay! have more than one. Yeah. No, turn that off. <laughs> yeah. I'll, see, look, all you have to do is just tell one of them, okay, you're my best friend, and then the next day, tell the other one, you're my best friend. And see, then, Moxie yeah. does that, and then then she gets her best friends in the same room, and then calls them best friends, and everyone just looks at each other like, what? They do not. Yes, they do. No, they at don't. Yes, I do. Oh, you're just my besties. <laughs> there you go. There you have it. Just upload a picture hanging with the besties, you know. That's that's when it becomes a problem. (laughs) Thank you for agreeing with me, Austin. (laughs) I fundamentally disagree with both of you guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna divorce both of you. That's fine. That's a that's a great divorce. (laughs) Hey, best friends don't do that. Thank you. Granted, she's not my best friend, but best friends get through. They get through things together. They figure it out. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'm giving up on this fight slowly but surely. We're going to have to change the name of this podcast to Ruben Gave Up. <laughs> Me trying to finish college. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Uh, Austin, uh, we like to know uh, where people can find you on social media. Um, and we have a couple more questions for you. We're doing something new this week, just FYI, to people who are listening to this. We are? Um, yeah. I Didn't you see the note I put in the Google Doc at the oh, top? Oh, yeah. Um, we are doing an overtime segment. That's well, you don't need done. to highlight I'm it. I'm just Thanks. letting you know. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be doing an overtime segment with Austin uh, that will be released separately, probably behind uh, uh, BiasTacos.com paywall. We're not sure exactly how we're going to do it, but that's being recorded and will be released at a later date. Um, so, But we want to make sure that we promote where people can find you on social media. So please tell us where, uh, where people can find you on Instagram and Facebook and where they uh, can get your music. Yeah, so uh, Instagram is just at Austin Ingerman, just first and last name. I think Twitter is the same, which I don't really use Twitter. I don't really get on that too much anymore, but definitely Instagram. Yeah. I feel like it's all politics now. It is. I I don't even do anything with my Twitter account. I kind of just use Instagram to kind of cross-post everything. Yeah, same. But uh, yeah, Facebook is is the same, just my first and last name, and you'll see me on there. I also have a website, austiningerman.com. I keep it simple. It's pretty much all the... I don't have any fancy uh, usernames, maybe like I should, but... Uh, <laughs> Just add the word official at the end of it and you're good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, allsittingerman.com. Uh, the, the solo EP is all over Spotify, iTunes, whatever streaming platform you prefer. So it's all there. Nice. Awesome. By the way, just random side note, a little little piece of advice. If you ever decide to go full on like solo band, your yeah. last name will make a great band name. Will it? I, 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 I think know. so. I mean, like, you know, Tremonti, for example. Yeah, oh, my God. I love you so much. <laughs> you, you like Tremonti? Oh, I am, I, mean, I, am, I am an Alter Bridge fanatic. Okay, so the band I was talking about earlier was Alter Bridge and Mark Tremonti. Uh, I've met and, and interviewed Mark multiple times and Miles, same thing. Um, sorry, I'm totally flipping out right now. <laughs> no, that's awesome. I mean, I, well, I have, like, all of his solo albums on my phone. Great. Sure. It's big... great stuff. Absolutely great stuff. Um. Well, yeah, I actually, uh, I do, I kind of go by the AI thing too sometimes because that's my initials is AI oh, and all great. the intelligence stuff going on right now. I kind of, uh, I sort of try to play into that a little bit. So hmm. that's actually good so. branding too. That's that's very good. Um, anyway, if either you guys- that or people are going to think you're artificial intelligence or both. Yeah, yeah. Or both. Well, it's funny. I'm getting some new picks made up for this upcoming tour, and it's uh, it was designed by. This tattoo artist out in out in New Jersey, actually, um, Pat is his name, and he it's like going to be these like really cool like zombie robot. Nice. Like, he, he, he basically he made me into a zombie robot and put 
uh, my initials and stuff on there because we're trying to fuse the artificial intelligence with the Halloween theme of this upcoming tour. So that's what we came up with. Oh, my nice. Like, Do a zombie robot. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. All right. So, um, Austin, thank you so much for doing this. We really appreciate your time. Hang on the line here for a second. Uh, okay. Fans who are listening to this right now. Yes. We're going to do a, a uh, an, what we're calling You're My Best Friend Overtime. YMBF Overtime. Like sports. Kind awesome. of. Kind of. <laughs> uh, well, we're going to ask, we're going to ask Austin the real questions. The questions Uh-oh. that people really want to know about. Get <laughs> real. It's going to get real. So make sure... You, what we're going to do for this one, at least it's about to go down, it's about to go down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah thanks, Kevin Hart. Uh, <laughs> sign up for our, our mailing list to get exclusive access to this. It'll be released probably by the end of the month, but sign up for our mailing list to get the first episode of YMBF overtime. Uh, and then we're going to figure out the distribution model for this later. Austin Ingerman. Thank you so much, bud. Yeah. Thank you guys. Welcome back to your my best friend podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. Uh, that was a great interview, Ruben. What did you think of that? I love Austin. He and I uh, later on in the overtime segment that no one's heard yet, <laughs> we we bonded. Yeah, over Tremonti. They did. I straight up fangirl. Was a little creepy. It actually. was a little scary. I uh, didn't quite know what to make of it. I've known Austin for several years now. Um, it was a privilege for me to get to bring him on the show. It, you know, I'm so shy. I'm like actually very shy at gigs. And so whenever we would gig together, I would just be like, wow, I really want to talk to you, but you're so cool. And I don't know how to have a conversation normally with the normal person. And so this was a really cool opportunity for me to strengthen an already existing friendship and just like have a good conversation, which is awesome. what podcasts are about. Great. Yeah. I, I really, I really enjoy talking to him. Moxie, uh, people need to follow us on Instagram and Facebook for a couple of reasons. They do. Number one, uh, because there are 10 things you need to know. Number there are one. 10 things you need to know. Dollar in the jar. Yeah, yeah. Number one, uh, we do live streams. Number one. Okay. Dollar in the jar. Go. We do live streams on, <laughs> that's like $9 today. Uh, we do live streams on Facebook occasionally, so you want to be following us on Facebook for that. We're going to be doing some more live streams on Instagram eventually when we get to 300 followers. Mm-hmm. Um, but on Instagram and on um on Facebook, we like, get distracted. <laughs> you so have easily. issues there. Uh, we, a message popped up on my uh, uh, a message from the king popped up on my uh, on my screen here. A message from the king. Okay. Well, Dollar yeah. in the jar. Yeah, we're a capitalist uh, society. We ask que- <laughs> we ask questions on Instagram and Facebook, and this week we took to both once again to ask you, our loyal listeners, a couple of questions. Loyal. Number one. What was your favorite show growing up? Number and two. What is your favorite show now? <laughs> so uh, let's start on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, Joshua Mallory posted a GIF and or GIF of the... Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I think it's YIF. <laughs> it's it's WEEF. Uh, I don't like that. <laughs> uh, he posted a, a GIF of, uh, what is it? Boy Meets World. Which I'm assuming is one of his favorite shows. Growing you know, up. we got a lot of gifts from this. Let me just interject here. We got a lot of gifts. I don't know. I know which really is kind of cool, unexpected reaction. Some of them I don't know what they are. Um, yeah. So, but I also love this show. This show is great. Uh, I recently binge watched it and learned that I cry almost every single episode. <laughs> Moxie, go to Instagram. All right. So on Instagram, for what was your favorite show growing up? We've got uh, Maiden.Star saying, does Blue's Clues count? And then XOXO Marble said, probably Kim Possible. I had a themed birthday party. Why wasn't I invited? I think she was probably like six. So uh, I was six once. Yeah, it's okay. Well, I mean, we've got a variety of answers here. I see The Simpsons. I love Lucy, Scooby-Doo, the Hanna-Barbera version, uh, Sean Gable music. He was very specific about that. Rug, Rugrats, Rocco's Modern Life, Little House on the Prairie from Melody Rocco's, Sparks. Hold on, Rocco's Modern Life, by the way, is coming to Netflix. Is it really? Yes. Rocco's Modern Life, dollar in the jar. I'm not sure if that really qualifies as 
a dollar in the jar because I'm not sure what that was. Take a dollar from the jar. <laughs> uh, Take a dollar from the jar. A dollar from the jar. Okay, I'm done. Dollar in the jar. Uh, Stephanie A. Platt posted a gif of, uh, crap, what show is that? <laughs> uh, uh, oh my, Saved by the Bell. <laughs> that took me nice. a second. Oh, and then, okay, so I'm confused. She posted two gifts. Both of them of old shows. So I'm wondering if one of these shows she's watching now. Uh, so the first, the first one was Star Search, and the second one was um, was uh, what was that show again? Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell. Nice. All right. So for uh, back to Instagram for the shows that are current favorites right now, um, and I'm just going to list all of them. Uh, I see M Cello Friends, uh, Sean Gable Music, Once Upon a Time, Melody and Sparks, Frasier, Jordan Adler Host, The Rookie. All Shapes, The X-Files, and Fairly Odd Parents. Zombie. Love the Fairly Odd Parents. Zombie B. Brat. Uh, BB, who we had on the show back in season one, she said Stranger Things, which I think is I, a lot of people stayed up all night this year when Stranger Things came out and just binged it. My sister was like on the TV at midnight, July and 4th. She, she was freaking out when the show wasn't there at midnight. <laughs> yeah, I was there. Freaking the heck out. Ruben, what's your favorite show right now? So <clears throat> currently... Uh, I am watching, I, as I said earlier, I'm watching Friends 24-7. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that show. I absolutely love that show. I posted on Facebook. I actually answered my own question. I said, so you hear my story, my favorite show growing up as a young child on the podcast, but currently I'm obsessed with Friends and How I Met Your Mother, but I'm also obsessed with um, the Tim Allen show. I just said it not that long ago, and I can't remember. Last uh, Man last Standing. Last Man Standing. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> we had a good talk about that the other night. It's so, because like a lot of people I think don't like it because it's more towards the conservative side, but what are you doing? Oh, thank you. Okay. Um, a lot of people don't like it because it's very politically leaning, but I think that it actually in this world of like- It's a counter lean. Yeah, it, it's funny because it's so to the opposite side. It's It's- it's, a, it's an entertaining yeah, show. Yeah, and the good thing, too, with that show is that it's not, uh, they don't actually um, make the political opponents like complete idiots. Yeah, so they're respectful. Unlike, unlike other people, um, which is all, it's all good. Um, so I want to tell you a story about the show that I used to be obsessed with growing up. Okay. Uh, there's a couple shows. Okay. But the, uh, <laughs> uh, the first one, when I was a little, little child, was a show called Franklin. Wait, it was wait, a, is that about the turtle? Yes. <gasps> I love that show. Me too. So <laughs> I used to watch that show. Um, I guess I was kind of like my preschool because that's whenever I didn't go to, I mean, I didn't go to school obviously because I was, I was too young for school. So I'd watch Franklin all day, you know, almost I all day. I didn't go to school. <clears throat> no, you were homeschooled. Um, and that's why you have no friends. Um, I and, have friends. I don't watch friends, but I have friends. <laughs> which is just as bad. Um, so my mom used to tell me the story that when, I guess when it was time for me to go to school, I used to cry and throw a fit because I wasn't going to be able to watch Franklin. That's a little excessive. Yeah. Maybe. So fast forward about three years later, <laughs> mind you, I'm like six or seven uh, and I'm obsessed with, <laughs> with Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh my gosh. <laughs> These Abs- are the two most random shows. Absolutely obsessed <laughs> with Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh my god! To the point where uh, I would purposely like try to like fake being sick so that I wouldn't have to go to school so I could watch Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh my gosh! Um, so that those are my stories of shows I used to watch growing up. Wow, that's great. Now we already know about your adventures in the Odyssey. Adve- that's an audio drama. I watched no. TV. I did watch TV. You know, we had we Tucker kinda, Carlson does not count as I, TV. Okay, I watch Veggie Tales. Does that count? Yeah. Yeah. My Bob the Tomato plush is over there. I could go get him. No, it's fine. He's, <laughs> he's good where he's at. Can I just say for posterity that was given to me by someone? Uh huh. Lila Crosswhite. Thank uh-huh. you, Lila. I think probably my favorite show that I discovered uh, freshman year of college would have to be Grey's Anatomy. And I'm actually re-watching it right now. I have the last two episodes of season four of Outlander that I have to watch. Um, but honestly, Grey's Anatomy, it's just like, it's one of those shows that you can put on and do other things. And because it's a medical- So it's not entertaining whatsoever. No, it is. It's actually great. It's a medical show, so you learn stuff. But it's also like- because what do you, Did you learn anything about your bone spur? About my bone spur, no. But learned I learned that you shouldn't trach an esophagus. I just today I learned that. 
Also, I learned that, um, I, you know what, actually it was really cool. In episode two, there's this Chinese woman that shows up and I've seen this episode, get, stick with me here. I've seen this episode multiple times and I was watching it the other night again, probably for the fourth or fifth time. This woman shows up in the hospital. She's speaking Chinese. There's no one in the hospital that can translate and Netflix doesn't give you the subtitles. So we have no idea what she's saying. But at the very end, when it's all resolved and they're about to walk away, she kind of takes the hands of the nurse who, or the doctor who helps them out. And she says, uh, uh, crap, I forgot. I f- wow. Oh, she, oh okay. Great podcast. Okay, no, she says, Ngoisai. And then she says it again, Ngoisai, which means thank you in Cantonese. And so from that, I got really excited because I just spent time in Hong Kong and that means she's from Hong Kong and that means she said thank you. So that's my that's my TV show story for the day. All right. Well, Moxie, we are officially out of time. Wait, wait, wait. I have one more. One more thing. One more thing. Uh, well, hurry up. Come earlier, on. Promise. when Promise. we were talking about episodes earlier and TV shows earlier, yeah. I forgot one of my all-time childhood favorites, which was Full House. And I think that that needs to be included in our TV show episode. All right. My name is Ruben J. <laughs> and I'm Moxie N. And, and this was episode 19. Oh, my God, Moxie. You are banned <laughs> from speaking Spanish. My name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie N. And we are, are out, out of time. time. Oh, my God, Moxie. No. I wanted to. We are out of time. That's what I said. I said it with you. That I did I did it right. Okay. Bye-bye. I got it right. Say Wave to our people on the, on the camera. Goodbye. Goodbye, internet. Goodbye. <laughs> Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 